Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to I'd Sooner Forget This, a podcast where guests share with you an artifact from their past they'd sooner the world didn't know about. Like this poem that I wrote when I was 16. Um, which is untitled. I don't think you ever knew, but the most important thing is you. I don't think you ever knew, but I know all your words are true. Uh, <laughs> awful. Uh, I'm Daryl Smith, and with me today is illustrator Lise Richardson. Hello. Um, Lise, what are we looking at today? Uh, we're looking at my teenage band that I used to play um, I say keyboards but it's actually guitar in and it was a Finnish folk metal band Finnish folk I, I didn't even realize that was the genre <laughs> it's not really it's just we were from Finland and we played something we called folk metal <laughs> uh, and um, how old were you at the time I would have been about 16 I think 16 17 something around there and th- so this is from is this an EP that you made it's an EP yeah it's it's six or seven tracks I think and and yeah it's kind of our sort of self-published vanity first album that we did. So uh, I'm guessing this must have been was this prime MySpace? Yes it absolutely was we we did have a MySpace page that I wasn't allowed to touch even though I did all the other admin for the band I wasn't allowed to go on there because that was the domain of the guitarist and singer. What? <laughs> Very <laughs> odd. Um Okay, well, I think um, before I ask anything else, we should listen to one of the songs. Oh, uh, yeah, absolutely. So we're going to listen to a song which I, I think you said is the, the single? Yeah, it's the single from, well, you, you call it the single. It's the one that we treated as a single and which we'd send off to record companies and stuff. Great. And uh, what's it called? It's called Victory Song. how long uh, intros are in metal so, songs it, yeah it's exactly that i mean you can, and the little breakdown with the drums oh god it just goes on and on as well you can kind of hear my keyboards the sort of long symphonic notes at the top that's what i was playing Wow. I know, it is, <laughs> it is proper 
kind of teenagers doing what they think is cool metal <laughs> music in their drummer's garage. Oh, was that recorded in a garage? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, oh God, it's so bad. How did you record it? Uh, we recorded all the instruments separately, so... It was kind of he laid down the drum track, and then it was guitars on top of that, bass on top of that. Well, actually, it wasn't bass. It was guitar that they then changed on Garage Band to uh, bass because we didn't have a bassist at the time. <laughs> Amazing. And and then keyboards on top of that. Um, I've just realised what I haven't asked you, which is important, is what was the name of the band? Uh, it's Frosttide, or uh, we used to pronounce it Frostide because they couldn't speak English. So, <laughs> so did you name the band? No, I didn't. It wasn't... Uh, I got asked to be in the band. It wasn't technically my band. I just sort of was brought in as the keyboard player because they thought that's what it really needed. So how did you get originally asked to be part of it? Um, I used to play in bands at school. Like I, I used to play... Um, I, I, pl- I played piano uh, mostly, like just traditional kind of uh, grand piano stuff. But... Um, I, I was playing in a band with my best friend who was a drummer for a different thing. And uh, we knew somebody who also played drums through her, who then asked me if I could play keyboards in their kind of little band that they were starting to get going. And that's how I got in there. And were you into metal at the time? I was heavily into metal. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I was, oh God, I was, I was super into it as a teenager and like, from sort of 14 onwards, I was I was really into the Finnish metal scene. Um, so what what bands, are there any bands that um, um, people would recognise? Yeah, there are. There's bands like uh, Children of Bottom. Okay, yeah. yeah. Uh, Nightwish, they're, they're, they're not as heavy, but they're, they're a popular band from Finland. Um, what else? There? Uh, Gorbiglani, who we supported once. Uh, there's a big Finnish metal scene, so there are bands that people will have heard of, but... Um, Enciferum, that's another quite popular Finnish folk metal band. And I know very little about Finnish metal, but it seems like there, is it like is it as big as, say, what pop music would yeah, be? Yeah, no, absolutely it is. It's probably the biggest genre. Like, like Finnish pop music isn't really a thing. Like, we don't really have that much of it. But uh, metal music since the early sort of 2000s has been huge. It's, it's sort of the most popular genre. So, like, you'll say... Your equivalent of, uh, say, a, a Heart or a Radio 1 or, like, Capital, <laughs> would they just be playing uh, Finnish music, yeah, Finnish metal? Yeah, they would be. The, uh, like, there's um, a station called, well, in Finnish it's Radio Rock, but Radio Rock, and they play kind of metal music all the time. And, and most of the kind of mainstream channels will play metal songs on them. It's amazing. So, um, so it's quite a big deal to be part of... Yeah, a Finnish metal yeah, band. absolutely. No, we um we were always kind of striving to be part of that sort of scene, and we, we really wanted to kind of make it big. Like I think more than wanting to play good music, we just wanted to be one of those cool guys that we'd sort of see on stage and stuff. And and like we used to go to all the gigs and stuff, and we just I don't think any of us had any vision of the kind of music that we wanted to put out at all. It was just us wanting to be on that stage with those people. Okay, so you you were kind of strategically trying to get to where yeah, they no, were. Yeah, no, it really was that. Like, 
I remember the the guitarist and singer. He was always like, "Oh, why can't we be more like Children of Bodom?" Like he had the same guitar as their guitarist, and it was like, oh, "I really want to be like him." He does all these adverts. I want to be doing adverts as well, and I want to be touring with him, and I think drinking with him, and kind of <laughs> like he wanted that lifestyle. I basically wanted to be that guy. Did you have to audition to be part of the band? No, I I don't think they knew anybody else who played keyboards at that time. <laughs> it, well, it was it was all in our kind of little uh, town, which is in central Finland. And I don't know if you know much about Finnish towns, but they're really small and there's like nothing near them. So you have to drive three hours to get to the next town and there's nothing in between. So it was kind of like, if, if you didn't find people to be in your band where you're from, you just wouldn't get those people. <laughs> like you, you'd just play with two guitarists and a drummer if you had to but yeah no I, I just happened to be the only person who played keyboards in the area and so uh, before we started recording you told me that all the lyrics on this album apart from one song is all in English yeah but you were the only English speaker so were you writing the songs I wasn't writing the songs but I was uh sort of hammering out the kinks in their translations because they they used to write the lyrics in Finnish then Google translate it into English and then I, they would send those lyrics on to me to check over. And I'd sort of, because, oh, God, it, there'd just be sort of errant words in there that just didn't need to. Like, and you, you've seen Google translations, like, they're just awful. So I'd kind of make them look like English, even if they weren't particularly grammatically correct, and send them back to the guys, and then the guys would look at what I'd sort of corrected for them and then just go back to the original version because it looked better to them. Why wouldn't you as a band want to play the... Finnish language music because English language music sold better in Finland like it still does you don't get that much Finnish language music in in metal in particular that's successful and we wanted to be like the big successful bands right okay I find that fascinating so that the even though it's the Finnish music scene people would sooner sing in a different language for it yeah no it's a it's a big thing um or at least it used to be i think it's changed around a bit now but uh when when i was into metal music people sort of thought of finnish as being a bit kind of dorky or like if you were if you're doing things in finnish it was like oh it's just some guy from down the street it just sounds rubbish oh so it sounds bigger if you're singing it, yeah it sounds like you're, you're a proper band whereas if you're doing it in finnish it's like, oh god it's just that guy from my class <laughs> <laughs> how long were you um in this group uh, I was in it for two years, uh, roughly two years. I got unceremoniously kicked out of it. <laughs> just really? Just sudden. To... Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. I uh, We just won a thing called uh, the Finnish Metal Expo uh, Newcomers Award, which is it's kind of like the Newcomers Award in Edinburgh here. So it's it's like a really big deal for Finnish metal music. And we just won that, which I hasten to add, I had signed us up for. <laughs> so I, I'd kind of put us up for for being on selected by the committee to be taken forward to to see if we could win this and we did and we just won that and we'd done a really big gig in Helsinki which is the capital city we'd done um this gig with uh one of the big Finnish metal bands and it was all sort of looking like well we're, we're so good we're, we're finally making it we've got a record deal and then I get a text from the singer going oh yeah you're out <laughs> how could he just do that um, uh, well, he had been mulling it over before we'd... Well, I, what I think it was, was that um, because I'd put us up for this award, he realised that I was doing a lot of the admin. Like, I was booking us gigs and stuff, and I was sort of organising everybody to get to place in time and stuff. 
And he sort of decided that, oh no, she's got too much power and too much weight in this band. So she's got to go. And he sort of very very um, vocally didn't like female musicians. And so he was like, oh yeah, it's creative differences. You, I, I, We don't want a keyboard player now. And then a week later they got a male keyboard player. <laughs> That's shocking. Yeah, but happily though, um, a couple of months ago, I heard from somebody who's still in touch with them, and she says that he's just been kicked out of the band that he set up <laughs> in the same way. <laughs> like he's got a text from the other guys, and not even a text. He got a Facebook message from the other guys in the band going, "Oh yeah, we want to carry on the band without you." And he's like, "But it's my band." <laughs> it's like, "Oh yes, justice." That's I can't <laughs> believe that someone could just do that to a band. Well, we were all teenagers, so I guess he just didn't have the maturity to deal with it like a proper human being. Yeah. That competition you're in, what were there different heats? Yeah, it's kind of it uh you sort of on a regional level you sign up for it and you sort of put your name out there. And then from there you get kind of local people to vote for you and it sort of progresses through stages until you get to the final level which is national. And we won the national one by I think getting just what we did was we, we we this was like in 2010 and it was kind of people weren't so savvy on what works on Facebook in terms of marketing. But what we do is we'd post in all the groups and we get like people from other countries to vote for us. And uh, like, okay. like I don't think people really knew about it, like how you could use Facebook in that way. But we I, I sort of I'd been doing that for my art and stuff. So I kind of knew how to sort of manipulate it a bit to <laughs> get us extra votes. But yeah, we, we won the national one through that. We cheated, but it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> you were savvy, not we necessarily savvy. cheating. But yeah, no, it, it's, I, I think at that time, I don't think that it was that well known that you could use Facebook in that way. But yeah, no, I, I sort of, I did all the kind of social media side and all that. And so when you left the band, did you join any others? No, I um, when I left the band, or got kicked out of the band rather, I uh, I just decided that's it. I'm completely disassociating myself from the entire Finnish metal scene, and I moved, I moved uh, to a different town, and I just stopped. I I sold my guitar, <laughs> and I stopped talking to any of these people, and uh, I actually applied to. Um, do an exchange. Uh, I was doing my first degree at the time. I applied to do an exchange uh, study term in the UK just to get away from all that and sort of left it entirely <laughs> the moment that I left that band. Do you still play keyboards? No, I haven't for... Hold on, that would have been 2011, so for six years I haven't played any keyboards. That Not once? Not, even... not once. Like I sold it like a month after that and just haven't touched another keyboard since. Do you miss it? Well, not really. I like... Uh, outside of the band, I used to play kind of... I wouldn't say jazzier stuff, but kind of like... I was I was really into Tim Minchin, and I, I really like that kind of music. And so I was trying to sort of do that in my free time, and I kind of miss that. But I don't miss being in a band. Like, I... I, I kind of miss playing around on the keyboard more so than I like, and I, I used to uh, I used to listen to songs and kind of play them by ear, so I could play a lot of Tim Minchin songs by ear at that time. And because in Finland, it's just not a thing. Nobody likes comedy really. It's not popular, so there there wasn't any capacity for me to even think about doing that myself. But I just for my own sake, I used to play all these kind of songs that I liked. 
just for, for, on my own. <laughs> do you listen to any Finnish metal? No, no, I don't at all. Do you listen to any metal at all? Do you enjoy it as, as a <laughs> no, genre? No, no. I've, I've completely left it behind. Like, God, no, I... It's funny, actually. I recently saw that one of these Finnish metal bands is playing a gig in Bristol. And I was like, oh, God, it's my past catching up with me. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, I didn't know they could even... Is that allowed? Are they allowed to gig here? <laughs> like, this is my... Like, I, I've moved here. I've come away from all that. And yeah, no, I don't listen to it at all now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. So quite excitingly, um, you also brought some photos of the band. Yeah, yeah, it's photos from when... Some of them are actual gig photos and some of them are just sort of... I don't know what the situation is that they were taken in. <laughs> uh, so my favourite one um, that you've shown me is uh, a group shot where... Well, I mean, describe this photo. Oh, it's astonishing. It's, um, it's four of us. So in this, we don't even have the bassist with us. But uh, it's uh, in the top, it's the singer and guitarist with the long black hair kind of holding a fist out for no apparent reason. And the drummer next to him, he, he was never really into metal music. And you can kind of tell by his look, he just looks like a normal guy. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> you're <laughs> he right. Like, he's look, dressed like a, just a person. Yeah, he just looks like he's wandered in. And then the, the, the bottom of it is where it really gets weird because it's it's me and uh, the guitar, the other guitarist kind of sort of posing with these grim expressions and we've got this uh war paint <laughs> on our faces and oh we look so we look like we're trying to look like kind of hard sort of serious kind of metal guys like i wasn't i wasn't trying to look female even i, I was just sort of i'm trying to look like the other two <laughs> two guitarists in the band and... well yeah you're very much dressed similarly um... yeah no, well it's very much a uniform isn't it it's sort of everybody tried to look the same at that time i think yeah like the the combat trousers and then a, a metal band t-shirt yeah exactly i've even got those you know those like uh sweat bands that you used to get like that tennis players wear but you've got a band name on it i've got those on did you have any merchandise made weirdly we were planning to have some shirts made just as i got 
kicked out of the band. And it was shirts with the design that I'd done for the cover of the album. And I never saw any of the money for that because obviously it was their intellectual property for some reason. Like, it, it belonged to the band, not me. <laughs> That's... But you were the artist. Yeah, I was the artist. I know, but oh, the the singer slash guitarist, he always had a very odd idea of how copyright works and how <laughs> kind of how to uh, like. I designed the logo for the band based on a font suggestion that he'd given me, and he insisted that he designed the logo. <laughs> Just because he'd given me the suggestion of the font. So this is the album cover that we're now looking yeah, at. Yeah, yeah. So you designed all of that. Yeah, all of that's mine. Like, and like you can tell if you if you look closely at that uh, logo on it, it's done by hand. <laughs> I'd refused to um, buy the actual font, which is kind of the Tim Burton font from the Corpse Bride and stuff. And I'd refused to buy it, so I just put like tracing paper up against a computer screen and drawn it by hand. <laughs> I'm interested to know if that is a legal lo- loophole. <laughs> I, 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 don't, I really don't. I'm sure that you're not allowed to do that. <laughs> I mean, we were just teenagers in a garage, though, so I'm sure they don't really care. <laughs> so um, the illustrating, you still do that? Yeah, I still do illustration and, and significantly better than that, I would hope. <laughs> yeah, so, so, so um, what, what's your biggest issue with that? I mean, it's this is all digital, so it's it's all done on Photoshop, and it's just... Oh, good lord! I mean, look at those trees; they're so wonky, and like, like the the sky just looks like I don't even know how I've done that. It, it's just, oh, it's, it's just all sort of Photoshop filters used very heavy-handedly, <laughs> and like you can really tell. Oh, and just the glow on the font and everything—it's awful. Uh, so, th- I mean, the, the EP itself did it. Did it get um, like airplay on any of the it, radio yeah, stations? Yeah, yeah, we did get it on radio a few times. Uh, early on, we were sort of going to local radio stations and stuff, but we did get it. Uh, we got it played on, I think, um, some English channels, even like like just sort of somebody doing a kind of rock channel somewhere in the middle of nowhere. But we we did get it abroad and. We were sort of sending out that EP to kind of record labels and things, trying to get it out there. And we didn't... It wasn't really successful with that one, but after I left the band, I know that they did sort of make it quite big and they're still going, but... Yeah, we 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 hadn't we didn't have much success with that EP because <laughs> oh you can just you can just hear it. It's just so crap. <laughs> well, it, I mean, it was recorded in a garage. <laughs> it, it really, yeah, you can you can tell. <laughs> um, did you enjoy being in a band? Um, I I think I enjoyed. I can't say I enjoyed being in the band necessarily because it was always very sort of it was very clicky and it was kind of I was always the odd one out because I was the only girl in the band and I was I was sort of not one of the guys at the front of the stage with the guitar and like I had a keytar but they wouldn't let me play it like a keytar that I had to play it on a stand I was kind of made to be at the back of the stage sort of hidden away like oh we don't have keyboards actually like don't look at her she's not really in the band (laughs) oh so that yeah so you you were missing out on because I've always mentioned that the best bit of the band is like feeling like you're a, like a family yeah, almost. I mean, that's what I kind of always wanted it to be, but it it never really was. Like, they they sort of never really wanted me to be in it because they were all friends. Like, they, they'd sort of got together a group of friends and 
and kind of started playing guitar together and started playing drums together and it, I I was sort of brought in from just a friend or a friend and it was like oh not her <laughs> well I suppose it ties into the that fact that you're saying like if there's a keyboard in your village, you kind of had to use them. Well, exactly. That's exactly it. Like, I was the only person that they knew who could do that. And, you know, the only person who had time to give up to be in a band because lots of people were going off to... In, in Finland, you go off to uh, college or vocational school when you're 16. So a lot of people were sort of moving away from the town and, and kind of... Like, I moved away from the town even. I, I moved to the south of Finland, but I was commuting back to be in the band. And it was, yeah, they, they, they just kind of had, and they were stuck with me. <laughs> like, like there was, there was nobody else they knew who could have done that. So we're going to listen to another one of the tracks off the album. Uh, why have you chosen this particular one that we're going to listen to? This one's uh, a track that I remember being quite keyboard heavy, and it's one that, um, for some reason, they wouldn't let me play uh, on stage very often. Like, we wouldn't play this song when we played gigs and stuff very much because it was too keyboard heavy. So it, it was kind of... Like, they didn't want the songs that we played in front of audiences to be ones where they didn't get to play lots of solos and kind of lots of guitar riffs and stuff. A bit, I suppose a big question I'd like to ask them, <laughs> which you might be able to answer, is why have a keyboard player in the first place if you <laughs> don't... One, don't like the, the the sound of the keyboards or yeah. resent having one. Uh, the reason they they had a keyboard player is because the band Children Bottom had a keyboard player and that was kind of their sort of gimmick in a way. Like It, it was kind of their selling point that they had this keyboard player who was sort of a, a, a sort of focal point of the band and they were like, oh, we want that too. We want to be exactly like them. But then the, the keyboard bits that they had me play... Um, were written to kind of fade into the back of it <laughs> like like they they were never kind of central to the music so so the thing so, so the thing that they didn't put into the band was the thing which made the band that they were trying to copy special exactly that's exactly <laughs> what they did um all right so we've skipped through um a bit of this song because uh being a metal song it's got a uh, almost minute and a half long intro. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so, so, what's this song called? Uh, it's called "Unforgettable Journey." I think this is from the the start of the first verse. there was this breakdown it's like one of those emo tracks I've not listened to this for six years. It's not aged well. Oh, there's my bit. Oh, we're finally getting the yeah. synth really coming. Yeah. And then they're like, nah, it's done. <laughs> uh, so, how's that? 
Uh, well, you can you can tell that I wasn't appreciated in that band. <laughs> like the synth bits, they're, they're throughout all the songs, but you just they're just mixed out right out. Like you, it, it's all sort of long synth notes in there, but oh, good lord! Like in hindsight, why why did I put up with that? <laughs> um, and yeah, it's it's funny, like because um, when we were setting um, up playing that as well, I, I didn't realise that the sing was singing at certain yeah. points. <laughs> Uh, the reason that it's like that is he couldn't sing, <laughs> but we couldn't have just a band doing instrumentals because that would be ludicrous. So <laughs> it was kind of like um, either he does that or somebody else learns to sing and nobody wanted to learn to sing. <laughs> so we ended up with this, oh, it's just hideous. <laughs> um, and what was that? What's that song actually about? Oh, it's not about anything. None of them are about anything. It, it, it's like... If you if you were to kind of get a paint by numbers sort of finish kind of folk sort of lyricist like if if you tried to sort of do the most generic kind of metal song you could that's what these are like it, it's it's all about sort of oh I'm trudging through the snow and uh, I, I I've got a sword and and I'm so sad but it, it it's okay because I've got some ale and my friends are here so that's good but we're all going to go into a battle and kill people good that that's what they're all about oh, wow like it's not overtly fantasy based but it's kind of it's sort of Game of Thrones Ish. Yeah, yeah, I could, I could totally hear that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, 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 would you, would you ever want to be in a band again? Would you ever want to play music again? No, <laughs> like, um, it was, it was something I was really into at the time, and I really wanted that to be kind of my future to sort of be gigging, and and I always liked the lifestyle of of do, like performing. I, I always enjoyed that. But oh, I just, I, I was never the best musician in the world. And I, I, I always stressed quite a lot about kind of it being perfect and, and sort of doing what the other people in the band wanted it to be. It was, it was never like, it was never my project. And it was never something that I sort of really wanted to be doing. But I was sort of doing it because I wanted to be part of the group. But yeah, I don't want to be in a band anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so I'm going to ask my last couple of questions. Um, so first off, like, if you could go back and speak to yourself just before you joined that band, would there be anything that you'd want to tell yourself? Uh, stop trying not to be a girl, <laughs> which is something that in hindsight I was very much trying, like I was trying to be. I was trying to be a metal musician which largely at that time was male and it was long hair and it was all that same uniform but I was sort of trying to be like oh I'm, I'm just, I don't care about being female that's that's stupid I'm going to be a metal musician so yeah stop trying to not be me and also probably stop trying to kind of take things too serious like I was, I was taking metal music very seriously and i was sort of like, nobody can make jokes about this this is so cool and it's, 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 like now looking at it it's just like oh, just take it a bit easier you know it's fine to have fun fun is a thing you're allowed to have fun <laughs> that's good advice for people who aren't children <laughs> yes yes exactly um and my final question is um are you happy that you shared this I think I am. I, I I haven't really talked about it 
uh, in any length at least. I've not really sort of thought about what it was like being in that band, but yeah, I think I'm happy to sort of put it behind me now. <laughs> and d- does it feel better? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think I've sort of come to terms with not sort of. Like, I, I for a long time I was very ashamed of being in that band, but I think I think I'm sort of come to terms with that just being a bit of being a teenager <laughs> you know like like i think i'm fine with that being part of my past now lisa you're you're a, an illustrator i am when when you're not um well, well you're not in a metal band now so. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um, so uh where can people find some of your illustrations um they can find me uh at least richardson art uh on instagram and i think facebook but you can also find me uh at lisi and jemby which is uh, the joint account I share with my friend Jenny Green. Uh, we do illustrations um, for people like John Robbins and Ellis James, and we're, we're, I've done a book of illustrations about uh, uh the comedy festival there, and we're working on another colouring book now about uh, female comedians, so lots of sort of hopefully comedy-themed illustration stuff that we work on together at Lisa and Jemby. Uh Thank you so much for coming on, Lisa. That was so different from anything that i've ever heard about um uh so thank you for listening uh this has been i'd sooner forget this uh, my guest this week was lise richardson uh, i'm daryl smith if you have a moment uh just before you know what i'm about to say i'm going to ask you to try and review the podcast and also tell a mate um or anyone force someone to listen to this podcast this week is basically what i'd like you to do and if you can't do that not a problem just make sure you've clicked subscribe and uh listen out for next week's guest thank you bye <laughs> 